Okay, bonus video, something I've been meaning to do for a couple days. Uh, first things first, I've gotten quite a few people reaching out to me here on Instagram, asking me or accusing me of shutting down Hurdle. <laughs> they think I work for Spotify or something. It's not me, I promise. It's, <laughs> I wish it was still going. We're going to figure that out. We have a few more weeks, but just wanted to clear the air. But this one's about the the story we had the other day of death, musical death that hurt the most. And y'all's list was amazing. I posted it in the stories. And so I kind of broke it down for me thinking about kind of different categories. And one is like careers that were cut short that hurt really bad. So like a Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, for me, Jeff Buckley, you know, Avicii, guys that were like in the prime of their career and had albums and albums and albums to go and died from drugs or suicide. And then there's guys that I've just been fans of for a long time, like Prince or George Michael, and I never saw them live. And so now, actually, like that's one of the effects from some of the musical deaths in the last four or five years. Like, I'm really happy that I saw Chris Cornell live. Um, I never saw Linkin Park live. So now I'm seeing a lot more bands live. It's kind of the same way I buy vinyl. I don't just buy vinyl to buy it. It has to be, like I kind of do, I can only have 100 vinyl at any given time. And so they have to be 100 albums that really mean something to me. And if I'm going to get one more than 100, then I have to get rid of one. And that's how I'm kind of going with live acts now. Like if it's a live act that I like that's in that top 100, I got to go see them live. And if it's a band, like Pearl Jam now is coming to Texas in September, and I've got, I'm going to do everything I can to go see that show because they're a band that hasn't been to Texas in 10 or 15 years. So bands like that, instead of waiting, I'm going to see them play. If I got to go to California or Colorado or Nashville, I want to see those guys play. And then one of the saddest ones on my list was Brad Knoll, uh, the lead singer of Sublime, because he was even in a whole new category of guys that died before it even started. So they recorded that album. He died of a drug overdose before it hit, like as it was being released. So he never even knew it went to number one and had all these singles. And there's still a band today now with the new lead singer Rome in there. You know what I mean? Like, that's so sad. Um, so basically, drugs, alcohol, and suicide were pretty much 99.9% .9 of everybody's list that we made. There were a few accidental, but alcohol or drugs were also involved. But they were all tied back to success and fame. And they're all people trying to figure out and deal with fame or trying to figure out success from being an artist. Like now that people tell you that your songs are good, are they good? Does that change how you write or why you write? Because people really like this one, even though you don't like doing that anymore. Or you wish you could sound like this, but uh, your record label's telling you you got to do this because that's what makes money. So I keep this uh, Counting Crows, it's a 1994 Rolling Stone cover that to me was one of the best lessons about being a creative and writing music and all that stuff. Shout out, Amy Grant. Okay, so this is 1994. Counting Crows are on top of the world. Mr. Jones is out. You remember the video? He's doing this like crazy. And his, uh, he's got the fringe jacket that was so awesome and the dreads. But in 1992... Rolling Stone had Nirvana on the cover and Kurt Cobain famously wore the t-shirt that he handmade that said corporate magazines still suck <laughs> as like 
just because I'm on the cover of Rolling Stone doesn't mean I think Rolling Stone doesn't suck, which I thought was just so funny. And I like that they let him wear it. But they did this, County Crows did this outdoor shot, kind of as an ode to the Nirvana shot. That's how big of a fan of Kurt Cobain Adam Duritz was. The other thing I really love about this, besides the fact that Pantera, hometown Arlington boys, were also on this cover, he wore a dog's eye view shirt. And it makes me forever love Adam Duritz, as if I didn't have a reason to already. They used to tour with Peter Stewart and Dog's Eye View. And then, you know, Mr. Jones came out and then they flipped. And Adam was so appreciative of Dog's Eye View taking them out on tour that then next thing you know, now Dog's Eye View is opening up for Counting Crows on tour. And he wore his, like, he basically wore his best friend's T-shirt on the cover of Rolling Stone. Come on. That's an awesome dude. That's a good friend right there. Um, And he was like, I just like the band. Just a good dude. I like Adam Duritz. So they're shooting this. They're doing the photo shoot. And there's all this murmuring and just stuff going on behind the camera and everybody involved. And Adam's like, what's going on? What's happening right now? And they found out the news that Kurt Cobain had just taken his own life. And Adam Duritz said they took five, you know, like, hey, let's take a break. That's kind of heavy news. And um, Adam Duritz was like, okay, wait a minute. This is supposed to be the best day of my life, like shooting the cover to Rolling Stone. We have a number one single, and we're going to be on the road touring now for the rest of our lives and making music now just because of where we are today. And there's this guy who's doing that at the highest level. And this is the guy who I want to be and what I want to be doing with my life. And he loved it so much that he just took his own life. And it was like, it really messed him up of like, why am I doing this? What do I want to accomplish from it? And I'm on that exact same path. This, what's going to look different for me, you know, so that I'm not taking my own life in two years. And I always thought that was a huge, awesome lesson of don't get into anything, especially the creative stuff without knowing your why. You've got to know your why. Why am I doing it? Because if fame comes, or if success comes and you don't have something tied to your why, you're dead. Literally, you won't know how to cope. And so I've heard other people, other artists that have said, you've, if sometimes it could be as simple as asking yourself, of, I do this because it brings me joy. Songwriting doesn't bring everyone joy, but if that's why you do it, then when you're writing when you're famous or when you're writing when you're successful, you're like, well, if I made this album, it would bring me joy, then do it. If I did this tour, if it'd bring me joy, I'd do it. And if not, don't do it. If you're doing it for fame or to be the biggest band you can be or to make the most money, it ends up with that long list of awesome creative people that we that we put that died in their 20s and early 30s. Yeah, I think of the John Mayer quote. He had another quote that also kind of always stuck with me. He said, like, growing up his whole life, he would play guitar in his bedroom, closing his eyes and picturing, you know, like 50,000 people watching and listening to him play. And then he got it. And he hated it so much that now every time he plays, he shuts his eyes and he just wishes he was back in his bedroom playing alone. And I think you've got to like, I don't know, meditate on that. That (laughs) You got to listen to these guys when they say stuff like this because they're living that life, you know? Um, So you got to know your why. Do you just want to live on making songs? Do you just want to get better? Those are good whys. Then it can kind of be what everything pulls the rope in that direction of why you're doing what you're doing and how you're doing it. I don't know. 
there's my death video. And that's why I have a 1994 County Crows Rolling Stone cover who I'm seeing in August in Dallas, which I'm pretty excited about too with Dashboard Confessional. So that'll be a good show. All right, that's the bonus video I've been talking about doing forever. See y'all tomorrow.